This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me again today is Renee Lemire. Uh, she is one of the new campus ministers at um, the Ohio State University Newman Center. Uh, welcome again, Renee. Thank you, and go Bucks. Thanks. Let's, let's start with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we praise you. Um, we ask, O oh Lord, that you help us to understand your will for us, um, that we might be um, um, docile as you guide us um, towards not only um, your plans for us, but um, for the great joy of eternal life that awaits us. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, um, Renee, last we spoke, you um, talked about kind of your conversion experience at Florida State University. And um, then you um, kind of discerned becoming a missionary mm -hmm. with SPO, mm -hmm. and you were sent to Boston. So, Maybe you could share with us some of the experiences that you had as a missionary. Yeah, so when I was sent there, the kind of the history of the, the SPO and Brotherhood coming together, we were one of the first group of SPO missionaries there. So for years past, the community there of students were used to just like, oh, the Brotherhood missionaries, but we were starting really that merge there and um, being sent there during that time, there was actually a focus of building culture there, of rebuilding outreach and what mission means in terms of the students to be on mission, to be missionary disciples, and to start household culture there and build towards um, people being open to household culture. And so there was a lot of things that were there, but God really spoke a pretty powerful word to me before I was sent there. I didn't know I was being sent to Boston at the time, but God was just using that that original conviction for my conversion, but uh, saying to me just a very simple word, impression of my heart, like there are hearts that I desire you to fight for, like there are hearts there. And I was like, but where's the there, Lord? Mm -hmm. And so as my two years progressed there, yeah, there was many like practical things of advancement of building the kingdom in certain ways there. But gosh, it was like the heart of my heart to like just walk with women one-on-one -on -one and to see like, yeah, I was walking with women that really were ready for prayer and were really ready to be discipled all the way to women that were just like, maybe I'm, I'm a little, I'm a no fluff girl, but pretty much like spiritually spit on, on us, you know, but like the progression of really a woman that was never open where you looked and it's like concrete her heart but then you saw that like the seeds that were thrown and like weeds like came up and broke the concrete you know like flowers so I I really experienced that in my time there's like a privilege to walk with women and to see that I like the Lord wanted to have me fight for these women um in such like a deep culture there of a lot of things that involved the city so it was a deep privilege Excellent, excellent. Um, and then probably in that experience, too, the Lord really confirmed this ongoing call to campus ministry mm -hmm. um, that has brought you to Ohio State. So I, I guess, you know, out of curiosity maybe is how the Lord has gotten you here to Ohio State. Oh, good question. <laughs> Do we have like 30 minutes? Sure, no. <laughs> yeah. We might have to do multiple segments. But. No, um, so when I was a missionary, I 
I knew I had deeper desires to like lead women long-term, like to lead like long-term in ministry for like the Lord's people. Like I had that on my heart and the Lord in Boston was speaking into that, like how he wanted to like, he was calling me into that. And then I had deeper desires to be, to be ministered into how to be a minister. Like I really wanted that. And I desired to get my master's in theology, but knew that wasn't possible in my two years in Boston. So I was discerning what was going to happen after I left SPO. I knew the Lord wanted me to like take more steps and to be equipped in what he was calling me into. So I applied to some grad schools, but then I got a call from one of the pastoral staff at Florida State, so my alma mater, and they invited me to join their pastoral staff, which I was just so honored to like go back to the ministry that like formed me so much. And they were like, but we're trying to find the way to fund you essentially. And what happened is like the Red Sea was parted, a grant program called Catholic Extension reopened for the Diocese of Tallahassee and Pensacola, which was a grant program that allowed you to get your master's and be a campus minister. So that was like the starting of like more training ground. So did that for three years and got my master's in theology through Boston College while being a campus minister, the women's outreach director there at Florida State and learned so much and it tested my desires as Boston did of like, Lord, this is, I know you're worth it, but like, is this part worth it? Like, I don't know, but I was tested and, and purified, but also deeply supported and encouraged. Like the Lord was really an advocate for me and like helping me learn what he was calling me into. So at the end of my time of Florida State, there was actually kind of a a fogginess I was experiencing of my discernment of like, Lord, do you still want me to do campus ministry? I could tell I was getting a little burnt out, but I think there was personal things in my life that I was burnt out with of like relationships in my like personal relationships and just the load of my life that of having a master's, you know, it it was a lot. Um, So I was really discerning like, is campus ministry like the call you have for me? do you want me to go into healing ministry? There was a lot that was happening there in my life where I wanted to respond and think the Lord wanted me to step step into my gifts of healing and still wants -hmm. wants me to. But there was kind of an aloofness for a while until the summer, which the Lord led me to just take a risk of a lot of making personal discernment decisions in my life and trusting that he was on the other side and going to give me clarity. So at the probably like May, June, I was just making these like personal decisions in my life. And after that, quite literally the day after I get offered the job at OSU. So it was a time those months passed. I was recommended to apply for this job. But again, in that aloofness and confusion, I was like, well, I'll follow through and go through the interview process. But I don't know if actually that's what the Lord has for me. But praise God, I just like trusted that I should go through that process. So I got offered the job with OSU, and then the next day I heard, like, news that actually, like, helped me discern to say yes to that um, job, and it's almost like the Lord didn't just open up the opportunity for me to just work at Ohio State, but it was an invitation to Columbus. It was like, ah, this is like a new life and adventure that the Lord has for me and what he's calling me to, so. And, you you know, you were um, hired— Probably what in June is that right? I was of hired. Two thousand and twenty. Yeah, early June. Yep. Um. So right as the transition is, mm-hmm. is happening at mm-hmm. the Newman Center, um. You know, so I. You know, I think. Um, I always like to ask missionaries or really anyone in ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What, from your own experience as, you know, someone who was in college years, someone who encountered the Lord in college, what kind of key points from your experience do you keep in mind as you kind of reach out, especially mm-hmm. to young women at university? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the one couple things that I think of when I am just in the midst of ministry and one-on-ones all the way to like big groups or retreats and things is I think there's a sensitivity the Lord has given me from my past mm-hmm. where I used to look at it and be like, gosh, I'm like ashamed of that, but I'm not ashamed of it. It almost gives me a sensitivity to see people in a different way. Not that I can read their souls, but I can see like, oh, I remember I was like that and I want to meet you where you're at because I was there. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I keep in mind like a sensitivity because I knew I was seconds away from saying no to the Lord like Mm -hmm. a lot. And I would love to be that woman that like meets some man or woman where they're at in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think uh, maybe a little charism of my heart. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out, but so uh, words spoken to me as someone was praying with me of, of just being a warrior, like having a warrior spirit. So I, I come in like guns blazing and yeah, some people, you know, you got to temper me down. That's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But I think I keep in mind that like, it is worth yeah. fighting. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm struck that, um, you know, so I'm, this is com- seems completely unrelated, but it will okay. somehow be connected. So I'm in the series of reading a biography of every president sequentially from Incredible. George Washington to the end. So I'm at Theodore Roosevelt right now. I, I may have mentioned this in other episodes, but, so people probably are tracking. But, you know, you think about, and I read a lot of biographies and autobiographies, mm-hmm. and you think it's kind of self-indulgent to write your own you know, autobiography, yeah. or to have people write your biography. But we really do need to write our own biography, mm. because we or autobiography in that case. We need to see and really think and pray about how the Lord has worked and guided us, because in that process, he, he does, like, he almost buries little treasures mm. that eventually get you know, so like the mm-hmm. way that the Lord broke into your life and walked with you, it sounds like um, as you have worked in ministry, you're discerning like the ways that the Lord worked in your life are the gifts that he's giving you to work in other mm-hmm. people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think it isn't, I mean, we don't just do conversation conversations on discipleship, yeah. like this focus just so that we can maybe tell our story to people, but really so that we can tell our story to ourselves. Yeah. Um, because we need to hear that story and to pray on it and meditate on it. Um, and, you know, we talk about the sources of Scripture and tradition yeah. and the magisterium, mm-hmm. but there's also an important the importance of human experience, too, and mm. to really um, pray and analyze mm. that, you know? Yeah. So... Even too, it's, I mean, you just kind of pointed out that we're wounded healers, right? Mm-hmm. God takes places of woundedness and uses them for glory of, like, I'll equip you in this mm-hmm. then, you know. Beautiful. Well, um, again, you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Renee Lemire from the Newman Center. Until next time, peace and all good. A Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.